to another episode of the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. I am your show host, Britt Dowd. Thrilled to be with you guys this week. I don't know about you, man, but I am bumping to that song when it comes on in the background. Uh, if you've seen our uh, Instagram stories over at Green Again Lawn, uh, we, we, were, we were bumping to that. So um, welcome back, and I hope you guys have enjoyed these back-to-back episodes. Thursdays, we've been dropping interviews with business owners and then friday or saturday morning we've been dropping a growth segment of the week where we focus and dive deep on some small business and leadership stuff with you Um, and that has been sponsored by intentional growth advisors Uh, we've had zach miller um, the cfo over there uh, virtual cfo for intentional growth advisors we've had him on the show a couple times and uh, he's been dropping some gold nuggets on you guys um, around profit margins and what metrics you need to pay attention to and he will be back on soon um, so but for now i'm going to go over there's a couple things that that i always i always tend to catch on to first um, for whatever reason like uh, buzzwords or some some word that somebody's repeating over and over again. But the thing that I always like to do for myself, and hopefully this helps you, is break it down and, and shed some light on it. Um, and one of those words uh, being the word pivot, um, that's been thrown around a lot. So with the word pivot, people are saying, oh, well, you, yeah, you're going to have to pivot in this industry, and, and now you, you've come into a COVID situation, now you've got to pivot. And they, they're saying other stuff, you know, unprecedented times and now more than ever, you know, all, all these buzzwords. So one of the things we're going to do is break down the word pivot. Um, next thing we're going to do is we're going to go over um, what John Maxwell describes as the success circle, like the success and growth circle. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we're going to do that and then also going to break down efficiency. So. Uh, with these IGA growth segments of the week, we've talked a lot about building systems and efficiency. So I'm going to give you practical steps on each of these um, so that you can implement them into your small business. And hopefully that helps you. So let's, uh, again, so we're going to do pivot. We're going to do efficiency. And we're going to do John Maxwell's um, growth circle. So right now, let's hop into pivot. All right, guys, I want to take a moment here from our show and thank our sponsors, Intentional Growth Advisors. Have you ever thought of buying out a competitor or maybe selling your own business? I know of so many companies that either hand off their book of business for little to no money or possibly even leave money on the table. I also know of companies who jumped into a buyout situation without doing their due diligence. Um, I actually can count five on one hand really quickly that did that. Um, Intentional growth advisors can help with all of that. They also exist to help small businesses in the green industry. They offer one-on-one coaching, virtual CFO services, tax preparation, monthly consulting services to help you grow as a leader implement new systems and even give new data to help maximize profits. I know me personally, I, when I have the right data in front of me, um, I've been able to make good decisions, especially this year, having good data helped me sleep at night even, um, knowing that we were still going to be okay, e- even amidst all that's going on around us. 
having real data in front of me, knowing that, hey, if I make a few minor adjustments, we'll, we'll even thrive this year. So let intentional growth advisors come alongside you, be that business coach, be that mentor, and help you grow and maximize your profits. Um, again, these guys are, they specialize to the green industry. Um, and again, it's tax preparation. It's high-level CFO work. It's implementing systems. It's it's hands-on, one-on-one coaching. Um, if you would like to reach out to them, they have an email, intentionalgrowthadvisors at gmail.com, or you can uh, go ahead and click on the show notes and email them right from there, or you can DM us at Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Um, on Instagram, or you can find us on Facebook and DM us there. Just reach out. Um, maybe in the notes, put um, intentional growth advisors, and we'll reach back out to you and and link you up with the right contact. But these guys are great. They know what they're doing, and they're here to uh, help and serve you and your business. So again, you guys have heard the word pivot multiple times. What I want you to do <clears throat> in your head picture a picture a circle all right and we're going to start we're going to have one two three four five six seven items around this circle so if you stop in the top right hand corner around one o'clock all right we're going to have the first step in dealing with a pivot item and so what what are pivot items pivot items are maybe an issue a problem that arises um, a failing service that you've started or a struggling department, anything that you need to switch directions. So whenever I think of pivot, I always go to basketball. You know, you're, you're, you've jump stopped, you've got your one pivot foot, all right? You need to change directions. And the reason you need to change directions is to get out of a bad defensive situation, um, gain a better access at a shot, or maybe dish the ball to one of your teammates. But either way, you're pivoting away from trouble and into a better scenario. So here's what we're going to do. Number one for pivot, you first have to recognize the problem, right? In your business, and this sounds very simple, but it's not because I, I, I didn't do a good job of it when all the COVID stuff hit. And that's just one of the leadership things that I had to learn for my team. But you have to recognize that there's a problem. And you, you as the leader, it's okay for you to say like, hey, we do have a problem. It's okay for you to say, hey, I am, I am a little scared about this. We do have an issue. We need to deal with it. But you as the leader, the first step in pivoting is making sure that you recognize the problem. All right? Number two. Okay, so now we're, we're going around the clock here. We're, we're going around the circle. You must list down the barriers, you must list down the problems. So literally get out your little notepad, get out your phone with your notes page and say, here's the problem. Here's the barriers. Here's everything that's going wrong that I need to fix. All right. And then right after that, this is still step number two, you're going to list the solutions. We all want those people on our teams that bring you solutions, not problems. We must be that for our team and our business as well. So you've got number one, recognize the problem. Number two, list the barriers and problems with the solutions. Number three, this is a big one. I don't want you guys to miss this. It is seek counsel. Seek counsel and feedback. 
So now you've come in, you've come up with, hey, I, I realize and I've acknowledged that I've had a problem. I've listed some of the issues and hurdles that I've got to get over and around. But if you're like me, whenever crap is hitting the fan, whenever you have an issue, sometimes you're just like so dialed in on it. You're, you're so down in the weeds, so crammed down in your situation that you, you don't get very creative with the solutions. And, and there's been studies to this. Whenever, whenever the brain experiences fear, your creativity immediately starts to turn off. You're, you, you don't have any creative side of the brain going on and it's immediately in survival mode. And what is survival mode? It's literally just like you're either, you're either hunching down or you're running from the problem. So it's the, it's the fight or flight. So you've got, to, you've got to get past that. And one way that you can get past that and one way that I have done it is by seeking counsel, getting a mentor with you, and getting good quality feedback. And go and and it has to be somebody, guys, that you can that you can be honest and truthful with. That you don't mind ripping open the curtain and saying, "Here's everything. Here's the numbers. Here's the problem. Here's my teammate. Here's every single thing." And you're not you're not holding anything back because if you're having to hold stuff back, you're not going to get the best possible answer. You can't give guy half of the problem and expect him to have the formula for the solution, okay? So make sure that you're getting mentors in your corner that will help you with that. Um, Next, so we've got one, two, three was seek counsel. Number four in the pivot wheel is communicating and acknowledging that there is a problem to your team, okay? So this is the next part. I already told you that that I struggled recognizing, like just telling myself, and I think it was, maybe it was the, uh, I don't know, I was listening to another podcast and it said, whenever you say to yourself that, hey, there is a problem, it immediately makes you feel better. When, when your brain tells you something and you acknowledge it, okay, and it, it gives you this emotion of, okay, all right, now what's the solution? So recognizing the problem, you're listing the barriers, you're getting feedback. Now you're taking all of that info and you're actually communicating it to your team. This is where, if I'm completely 100% honest, this is where I dropped the ball as well. Um, so when all of the COVID stuff was going on, um, I, I acknowledged that there was a there, like, hey, I, I understand this could be serious or I, I don't know, but I could have done a better job of communicating. Listen, I know you guys are scared. I'm scared too. Or listen, hey, I know that this outside force has caused a unique situation in our business. And and here's our problems, guys. So we list all these problems. Now here's what we're going to do about it. And here's our solutions. All right, so communicating that to the team and then also getting their feedback, right? So you're, you're communicating the problem, communicating the solutions. Now get their feedback because they're going to have different perspective than you and, that, and that's going to help. So that was number one, two, three, four in the pivot wheel. Number five, we're going to be looking at take action. So you cannot be stifled by fear. You cannot be stifled by the problem. So you're going to take all the info you've gathered, all the, all the, all the feedback from your mentor, from your team, the solutions, and you're going to put an action plan together and you're going to implement that as quickly and as immediately as possible. Doesn't have to be perfect, guys. When you're in a when in the the buzzword pivot situation, when you're in a pivot situation, 
What do you get in basketball? You get five seconds, and they're going to turn the ball over. Okay? So you need to pivot, make your decision, analyze everything, boom, get the ball out. All right, so that's the goal here. Implement a new plan. Now, whenever you implement that new plan, what are you going to do next? You're going to report the new metrics from that solution. So right after you implement the new plan, that Friday, sit down. Sit down with your team leader. Sit, sit back down with your mentor. Hey, here's what we kind of came up with. Here's what I told the team. Here was our action plan. Now here, was the, here, here were the results from implementing that new action plan. All right? Now, if that action plan works, you're going to implement the new change or system. And here's, here's where it can get kind of flawed is if you, if you just pivot, you fix it, and you move on, if you don't implement that new system, now it's going to continually wind up on your plate over and over again. And it may take some time. It, one guy may be dealing with it, but eventually it's going to spiral out and it'll wind back up on your desk. So you need to make sure you implement the new system or change or policy, whatever you guys call it within your within your organization, your standard operating procedure, you need to implement that. So that's the pivot wheel. Now, what do you do if it fails? You have to start the pivot wheel back over. You take that data, those metrics for the solution. You say, okay, we pivoted. Um, we weren't getting we weren't getting any sales, and we were we were taking a lot of cancels. So we we implemented this. Now what did we do? Well, it didn't work. Well, guess what? You've got to now start it all over again. So what's the problem? Why didn't it work? List the barriers. So I'm going to go through it again. So so say it didn't work. You got one. You're going to recognize the problem. Two, list barriers and solutions. Three, you're going to seek counsel and feedback. Number four, you're going to communicate and acknowledge the problem with your team and get their feedback. Number five, you're going to take action. Six, report the metrics from your solution. And hopefully, you've pivoted and it worked. So that last and final one is implement the new changer system. All righty, guys. So that's the pivot wheel. Next thing I want to go over for you is another growth circle. This one is a lot more simple, but it is from John Maxwell. I think he was on the podcast, uh, Entree Leadership. Um, do yourself a favor. If you guys are intentional about growing, go over to Andre Leadership, subscribe to their podcast. It is really solid stuff, and they've got some great guests on there. But John Maxwell, he says that you must always be con- you must be in a continual cycle for success. You must be in a continual cycle and journey for growth. And here is the simple steps that he outlined for it. You're going to test. All right, you want to try something? You've got to test it. Test over and over and over again. And when you test it, you're going to fail. All right, so failure is a, that's, that's kind of the, the flip side to this coin is people look at successful people and think they never fail. That's not true. People that are successful fail all the time, continuously, over and over again, because they're out there, they're changing the game, they're hustling, they're knocking down walls. So you're going to fail. And, and, and you're going to do stuff wrong, but it's better than the alternative of not doing anything. So you're going to test something, you're going to fail. And here's what John Maxwell talked about is when you fail, the guy that fails and gets knocked down and gets up quickly and bam, gets hit right in the face again and fails again, and he repeatedly does that, that is not smart. That is not working hard. That is, that is not like being persevering. It's just being stupid. So 
John Maxwell says, while you're down there, while you failed, while you're on the ground, learn from it. If some dude just hit you with a jab, jab, right hook, what are you going to do? Okay, you need to learn the system. I'm not going to get punched in the face the same way I did last time. So you're going to learn while you're down at the bottom. Then get back up, test again, move on your way. That is John Maxwell's growth circle. I love it. And I think it gives a really good twist on what success actually is. Um, Don't get caught up in numbers. Don't get caught up in subscribers. Don't get caught up in likes. I do it all the time. I'm, I'm super competitive. I, I want to be the top of whatever I'm doing. I want to be my absolute best. I want to be better than the next guy. So I have to come back to this stuff. I have to come back and realize that here's what success looks like. I've got a dream. I've got a passion. I'm going to follow it. I'm going to test it. I'm going to fail. I'm going to learn. I'm going to test it again. And knowing that that circle provides growth gives me a little comfort. Because, you know, we all know If you're not growing, you're dying or you're going backwards. So continually grow. All right. Hopefully you're getting some value out of this. Uh, We appreciate you listening to another growth segment with us. Um, This one I ripped from the Benham Brothers. Um, So I will, um, full disclosure, um, Jason Benham, I think, was the one who posted about it. And I loved it. So so here's what we're going to do. Efficiency. Another, another kind of buzzword, another word that we talk about when, when implementing systems and, and pivoting and um, looking at metrics. So another buzzword is efficiency. So what can we do to become more efficient? I wanted to give you three practical steps. Number one, is the task at hand, is what you're doing something that can be delegated? Okay. Can it be delegated? And can it be delegated to someone on your team? Or can it be delegated to someone that you outsource it to, a, a third party? Is it something that can be delegated to a subcontractor? Whatever it is, if you can delegate it, make money still and go and produce and, and continue to scale, for sure delegate it. All right? This is things like bookkeeping, things like HR, things like getting yourself as the business owner off of the trimmer or out of the back of the truck mulching, all right? I'm not, I'm not saying that, I mean, man, don't get me wrong. I, this year, I am our tree and shrub production guy, okay? We, we had to thin out to keep our margins strong, so I, I am out there with you. But I do have a system in place to make sure I phase out of that. So can you delegate, all right? Can you delegate it? That's number one for being efficient. Number two is can you automate it? Can you use something like Jobber to automate your invoices, to automate your collections process, to automate your route? Also, when you're sending quotes, invoices, um, it's really, really simple and slick to preset all of the verbiage within that. That's, That's automation. So is something that you're doing, is that item able to be automated? Lastly is delete or remove it. So if you cannot delegate it, you can't automate it, can you remove it completely out of your business and make you more efficient? So still maintain profit, still maintain your professionalism, still maintain your purpose, still maintain your passion within your business by removing this item. So those are the three keys to efficiency. Delegate it, automate it, or remove it. All right, guys, I appreciate you being with us. This has been another episode another growth segment episode. Um, So thank you for joining us. We appreciate your time. 
We hope that you guys are out there just killing it. And uh, again, if you have not left us a, a review, an Apple review, helps us tremendously. Go over there. If you feel like we deserve five stars, great. Give us five stars. Leave us some feedback in the comments. Um, you guys say some really, really nice things on air with us. You say some really nice things, DMing back and forth on Instagram and Facebook. So it would mean the world to me if you would just take a few seconds right now as you're listening to it, pause it, go to the episode, leave us a five star, leave us some uh, some feedback on if you like the podcast or not, and that's going to help us tremendously. Um, we Yes, we want to rank higher. Yes, we want to be better. But why do we want to do that? Why do we want to rank higher? Why, why do we want to be better? Why do we want to gain more listeners? It's because we want to get more information and add more value to lawn care, landscape, irrigation, design build guys out there. We want to reach more of you. So if you would do me a huge favor right after listening to this, pause it, go and leave us a review. Um, I would sure appreciate it. So I hope you and your family are safe out there. I hope you guys are having a good end of the week. Um, keep at it, keep hustling, and we will be back with you soon with another interview and another growth segment. You guys have a great one. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Please click in the show notes for more information on our guest our info around sponsors. There'll be links there. And one thing we realized, guys, is that the the big companies, the top 100, we, we wanted to start this podcast off interviewing them, but the real value is found in the small business owners, the solopreneurs, the one to four man crews, the guys just like me and you out there hoofing it. So if you would like to be on the show or if you know someone who wants to be on the show, please have them DM us. They can reach out to us on Instagram or on Facebook by just searching Lawn Care Leaders podcast and uh, would love to have them on the show. So please continue the conversation on Instagram and Facebook. And until then, keep at it. We'll be back with you again next week. Bye.